Welcome everyone to this second series in the podcast, which I've called Discovering Our Natural Magic Within. Now, I've called our intuition, our intuitive senses, our intuitive radar, and every aspect of it, I'm going to refer to as natural magic because it really is a very natural process that I think everybody can tap into if they're only shown what to do and how to do it. And it is magical because when you realise that you have far wider and deeper senses than you've always been led to believe, or when you realise that you can tap into other connections, to guides, you know, to other connections and energies and frequencies, when you're realising how that's possible and and then benefiting from doing that it's it is truly truly magical it really does open up life in such a an amazing way and once you start exploring this path and this magic within you that we all hold once you've unlocked it and you start exploring it more and more It's something that just becomes a part of your life that really enhances everything else that's going on for you. And it just enables you to see the possibilities and potentials, perhaps, that you may not have had in your vision before for yourself. It's such an incredible experience to travel this path. And this series that I want to really focus upon this time about what that magic is and and for me and my personal journey it's how it came to light and as somebody that's really quite grounded I'm very evidential I find it really hard just to accept anything I like to understand how things work and the engineering behind stuff and I'm not very good at just accepting I want to understand how something is possible and because of that My journey, understanding and working with intuition has been a long one over several decades. But the journey that I've had and the evidence that I've had to see to be certain that intuition is actually a very important part, I think, of my conscious intelligence. You know, I see it as an expansion of our intelligence. And once you start working and using it, then it can make a huge difference in terms of your depth of perceptions and your interpretations of what's going on around you and the the level of information that you're working with when you're making choices and decisions. Um, it, it makes a massive difference in, in terms of your journey and how you navigate it. And you, you tend to find that you're far more aligned your path is far smoother everything in life is far more harmonious and synchronized when you're tuned in in this way so this first episode I want to talk through a little bit about my first breakthroughs how I really first started to become aware that intuition was a thing was a thing that I could explore was a thing that I could research, that I could evolve and learn about, that I could use, that I could have a whole journey with, that I could actually help others with. 
And so looking back at those first signs, I think it's a really a reflective moment, especially for myself, but for you as well, because I think that when I start talking through the first signs that I had that really made me step up and take notice, I think you'll probably be able to relate to them too. So looking back now, you know, over well over 20 years ago, and I always had a sense that I was being looked after. It, it was just a knowing. Um, I can't put any other um, you know, evidence to it than just this knowing and sense and belief, this inner belief that I was being looked after. And when I got into my 20s, really started to become aware that I had head thoughts that didn't really seem to belong to me. You know, I had my my own head chatter as normal, um, like we all do. You know, what shall I cook for tea tonight? What shall I do at the weekend? You know, perhaps I should get the washing in. It's going to rain soon. Those kinds of head thoughts we all have all of the time. Don't think anything of them. And, you know, I was having those. Um, but I was also having these additional thoughts, these additional head thoughts that they just didn't seem to belong to me. And at first, I would think that they did and assumed that they can't have come from anywhere else and they must belong to me. But started to realise that these thoughts were sometimes contrary to my own. And I started to listen a bit more intensely they were nudges. They were advice and guidance, really. They were putting me in the right direction. They were keeping me safe. When I started to listen to them a bit more, started to take notice of them and really started to check with myself. Was this me talking? Have I been thinking about this? Has this been on my mind? Could this be my subconscious talking? You know, where's this coming from? And having listened to these head thoughts um, and, you know, at some stage as well, of course, when you're getting thoughts, head thoughts that you don't think belong to you, you start to question your own insanity. And I think society is responsible perhaps for us thinking that way. And it perhaps stops a lot of us from pursuing these considerations, these Uh, intuitive paths further because we think it gives us an air of insanity but I I got past that because I know that I'm a really grounded person I'm so grounded so down to earth um, and just very practical about life and when it comes to things like this I've always been um, very evidential as I said I know that I'm the most down-to-earth person you could meet in many regards. And I knew that what I was exploring, experiencing, questioning for myself, I knew that it was valid. And I would talk to other people about um, any experiences they had. And I started to realise that there was, at the time, it was before the internet and 
there was only books at the time on mediumship, really. And I read a few of those and it just didn't fit. It just, it wasn't that. It, it wasn't that. It was something else. And I just didn't know what it was. I didn't have a label for it. And these head thoughts that were coming through that didn't belong to me, I was only, could only assume that they were from some kind of guide and that they were trying to look after me and help me and put me in the right direction. And I didn't have anyone else to really talk to about it. And for years, I kind of did my own thing. Tried to look at it when I could. Picked it up and put it down many times. Scared myself many times with it. And eventually, this kind of word stood out. I don't know where I saw it, but it, it came up somewhere. And as soon as I saw it... I realise, oh my goodness, this is this is my intuition. This is part of my intuition. And when you start to look at what intuition is, it's actually, there's so many layers to it. There's so many magical parts of ourselves which I've come to explore on this journey. But there's also a magical world out there that you can explore too, a much wider side of life and the universe that, you know, with our own ears and eyes and society's perhaps um, view of what we should be seeing the world as, um, you know, gives us a restricted view. But to be liberated from that, to be free from that and to explore it with freedom <clears throat> has been a tremendous experience. So my first signs of breakthrough may ring a bell for you having these kind of thoughts or senses or knowings or just this inner strength of inner belief about stuff and that doing that and going along that path is not for you and going along this path is definitely for you and you feel quite strongly about it and you don't know where that strength of feeling comes but it's there and you go with it these kinds of feelings and experiences are all part of us tapping into our intuition and whether it's our own actual inner voice that's speaking and we'll come on to that or whether it's our guides and source and other um, outside external connections that can influence us wherever it comes from it started to become clear to me that we are beings we're people that are being influenced all the time when you take certain parts of ourselves certain layers away we are an empty vessel we're a vehicle and our personalities that we hold our intelligence that we hold they come from somewhere but can we attribute them wholly to the brain can we truly do that and even scientifically, we can't. And when you take away somebody's personality and somebody's sort of spirit, if you like, um, of an essence of who they are as a person, um, when you take that away, we are just a, an empty shell that, that walks around and performs functions. But when we add those layers 
that personality, those layers of conscious that influence us into being the person we are when we look in the mirror, the sense of self that it gives us, the person that we sound like when we're speaking, the person that we come across as, that person, that that identity, where does it come from? And it brings up all kinds of questions when you start questioning yourself and, and who you are and who exactly is influencing you to be who you are today and who's influencing you to make these decisions and choices that you're in the process of making and is it just your brain or is it more than that and I I started to realize you know back in my 20s that there was so much more to how I was being influenced there was so much more to my personality and who I'd become and who I was growing into, there was so much more. And, and I, although I didn't really know and understand thoroughly where it all came from, I knew that there was so much more to learn about it. And I think it really motivated me at the time to start to learn and, and like purposefully really and try and understand um, who I was and, and what was influencing me inside so that when I was projecting that outside, you know, that I was the person I was projecting, what was influencing that? And so started to really look at conscious, our consciousness, and started to understand how important our consciousness is. And and then you start to question, well, where does our consciousness come from? Again, does it just come from the brain? Does it just arrive as the brain grows? Um, you know, is it a part of the electrical activity of the brain? You know, what actually is it? Is it is it uh, is it tactile? Is it something you can actually? Does it have a density? Does it have layers? So the consciousness became really fascinating to me. And in my first sort of breakthroughs, when I was realizing that consciously information was coming into me that wasn't mine it didn't initiate or emanate from me at all it came from somewhere else I didn't know where it came from but it wasn't coming from me and I'd have these random thoughts and I'd try and catch them because the more random thoughts I had that would come in it it convinced me more and more that it wasn't me the more that it happened you know I could be um driving and talking to the children as I was uh, on a journey somewhere in the car and then something completely random that hadn't been on my mind at all had never been on my mind wasn't a part of our conversation would suddenly randomly come in to my head as a head thought and it would be about oh perhaps I should do x or perhaps I should do y or perhaps I should do z and then I'd think well where on earth, where the chuff has that come from? <laughs> I've not been thinking about that. Um, and then I start thinking about the guidance or the, the message, the thought. I think, well, actually, that's not a bad idea. I think you know, that's quite a good idea to do that. And I started listening to these random thoughts that seemed random and started to realise that they contained really good ideas and actually really good advice and that was 
the first breakthrough really when this was all happening at the same time as I was trying to explore what it was that was happening and I dismissed that it was mediumship. Um, I just knew it wasn't that. And this word of intuition appeared somewhere. Um, I still don't remember where from, but as soon as I saw it, um, that was it. It was that. This is what's happening. This is what I'm evolving. This is what's developing within me at the moment. This is the label I need. I needed a label and I found it. And from there, it really helped me, I think, to purposefully research and grow and evolve naturally too because there wasn't much to research to be fair at the time without the internet and you know us only having books to read there was very little about any of this out there and so I had to fend for myself to a great degree and I think in the long term that's really helped me um it's really helped me to learn as much as I have because I, I haven't relied on anyone else to teach me. And the great things being that when I've learned things um, at some point further down the road, that learning has then come in triangulated from somewhere completely different from a third party. Um, information that I'd already learned and taken on board and perhaps even tested myself has come in and other people have already published about it or they're already talking about it or they're already doing courses on it and it's the, the same thing and and how does that happen you start to look at well we're talking about the same thing we don't know each other where's that information it's coming to both of us somehow how's that happened you know i live on this side of the world they live on that side of the world but we're using the same phrases we're using the same language we're using the same um methods and ideas that, just the same um so it's just incredible so the more that you open up to the possibilities I think that those nudges those random thoughts those knowings those senses where you just understand what's needed in that moment that is, I think, the starting point of most people's journey with intuition. And it certainly was with mine. And once you start to understand it and recognise it in this way, you start to notice it more. You start to take it more seriously. You start to listen more. And you start to realise and have an awareness of um, being able to use it then deliberately, purposefully for yourself. Because up to this point, you're just happy to receive things. You're not really thinking that it could be two-way. And that's not really entered perhaps your considerations yet. You're just happy to receive these nudges and these winks and, and these knowings. And you happily carry on living your life and navigating the journey as you are but at some point you start to catch on well perhaps this could be two-way perhaps I could actually start asking questions more purposefully and actually getting some proper kind of steering here steerage and guidance as to what I'm doing whether I'm doing the right thing at the right time with the right people 
Um, you know, am I on the right path? Uh, could is there anything else I could be doing to help where I am at the moment? Perhaps I could use this a bit more purposefully, and that's really where the next stage of understanding came in. But just to finish off this this first part, my biggest tip for you in recognizing and understanding your own inner voice, your own head chatter, as opposed to your own intuitive voices, external voices, perhaps influencing you in a positive way how do you tell you know which voice is which and how do you start trusting these voices and you know how do you go about this how do you kind of sort it out into a a safe logical way and my biggest piece of advice from all the years of learning here is to try this because it will help you separate what part of your head you speak in and what part of your head you get other nudges and intuitive um, uh, thoughts and, and knowledge, wisdom and, uh, you know, other things pop in. Because from all these years of experience, I've learned this, that your head is a big place. Your brain is an incredible organ and whatever it's facilitating your brain, it's facilitating a lot of reception. A lot of information is able to be received by it and therefore processed in a physical way so that we can understand it in our physical reality. And whatever else the brain does, and they say we only use past the brain, I can understand that. But when that brain that head of yours when you work out what part of your head your own initiated head chatter comes through and then separately when these random thoughts or senses or knowings seem to come in a completely opposite place that's the point where I can say and I've experimented with this in perhaps hundreds of people now that there's different parts of your head will be used for different kinds of activity in terms of your conscious, in terms of your intuition. So the best way to practice this for yourself is to close your eyes for a moment and just talk to yourself. Let's just repeat in your head, um, just to yourself, what shall I cook for tea tonight? What shall I cook for tea? Or, you know, what time shall I go to bed? What time shall I go to bed? Just repeat it over and over and then point to that area of your head that you think that head chatter of your own is coming through. And be really certain about it. Maybe do it a few times. And when you've really got it pinned down, that's your place. So when you're talking to yourself, that is you, that's your place. You'll notice then that when you get these random, supposedly random thoughts come in or knowings and they seem to come in um, and it's nearly 100% of the time um, from all the case studies and um, people that I've helped in this in this way, uh, nearly 100% of the time it comes in a completely opposite place. Your intuition will, the information um, that arrives that you receive using your intuitive senses will come in a completely opposite place 
And that's really helpful because when you're building your confidence and you're trying to determine whether you are still sane and that you're not just hearing voices um, randomly, that actually there's something more purposeful behind it. When you're when you're in that place and you can separate what area of your head that's coming in and what area of your head, your own head chatter emanates and you can see a difference, that's when you start to build your confidence and you start to realise that separation. And that separation for me is really important because I see it as a very evidential side of um, giving you the confidence and belief that intuition is a thing and it's not just your imagination. And that's a really important stepping point from stepping from that point of, is this entirely in my head and in my imagination or is this intuition malarkey, is it an actual thing? And, and that that actual exercise, I feel, is a really good way to cement that belief and then therefore that drive and motivation to explore it further. So I hope that you've enjoyed this first episode of the new series. There's a lot to consider. There's a lot more to talk about. And um, I look forward to seeing you in the next episode coming soon. Bye for now.